by far one of the biggest challenges to being human is being able to tolerate or accept or at least not have a knee-jerk reactive feeling when people don't approve of us. This wanting approval, wanting validation, and what other people think of us is so deeply ingrained into the nervous system because of evolutionary process that it's often very difficult for people to find a way through that. Hey, Adele Wong here, and welcome to this podcast where we explore all things about your purpose, how to live one bodacious and meaningful life and livelihood. This issue of worrying about what other people think of us is so universal and so deeply ingrained into the human nervous system that it's no wonder that many people struggle with this. And I think if we're being really honest, everyone deals with this on some level. It's just a matter of what level you're on. Recently, I had a client come in. I'll call her Anne. And Anne was distraught because she had had a series of disappointing relationships in her family where she felt like the only option left to her for emotional survival was to estrange herself, to cut off relationships with these family members who she did love. That it's always people close to us that make this decision the most heart-wrenching. And in conversations with Anne, I was listening beneath the words. I was listening deeper into the energy field that tells me a very uh, rich story, often contrary to what the psychological lens is saying, that the energetic conversation was more revealing to me, more useful. And Anne said that this had been happening to her her entire life of feeling betrayed, feeling that other people were constantly accusing her of not being a good person, of of this or that. And understandably so, this was very heart-wrenching for Anne. And she had spent most of her adult life trying to be a good person, trying to show and prove through her actions, her thoughts, everything, that she was indeed a loving and kind person, and that that should allow other people to know that these accusations that they were lobbing at her were simply inaccurate. Anne was quite beside herself that anyone would ever perceive her as being manipulative, manipulative, unloving, controlling, whatnot. And this had caused her so much anxiety to the point where she felt like she needed to cut herself off from these people who she actually did love, but she regarded them as full of many issues. Can you relate? I think this is a very universal and common human experience. The only question is on level, as I said before. And I think part of the problem is people really resist the idea that each and every one of us is 
likely to be a villain in someone else's story. No matter what, you are a villain. You are the bad guy. You are the intolerable monster or whatnot in someone else's story. And that becomes an intolerable fact for a lot of people. That there's this idea that that is not true. I cannot allow you to think that way about me because that's not accurate. I certainly don't see myself that way and you shouldn't either. And so I'm going to devote tremendous amounts of emotional and psychological energy to try to convince and persuade you that your perspective is incorrect. That you would have such an incorrect perception of me is completely unacceptable. I must do something about that for your own good. I need you to see who I really am. Does this sound familiar? And the key word is need. I need you to see who I really am. I cannot live without you knowing who I am. That you would have such a warped view of me is intolerable. And that this keeps me up at night, this makes me angry, this is in the air of every interaction, and I'm constantly trying to show you who I am. And of course, when we are trying to be something, by definition, the energy field is already contracted, there's already an agenda, there's already tension in the field, there is um, an objective And this is so common. This happens millions of times a day with everyone trying to show the other person who they are instead of being able to relax into a state of being. And what I told Anne was, do you think you have that much control over what someone else thinks? Do you have that kind of power over another human being? And after sitting with this back and forth for a while, Anne had to admit that no one has that amount of power. We might wish we did. And so Anne's growth edge was to sit in the discomfort that she is seen as a villain in some of these other people's perceptions. That they had a perception that she said something she didn't really say or that she had done something she didn't really do, or that some of her actions were motivated by something she felt was incorrect. Anne was really struggling to let them have their perception of what happened. And until we let go of the need to correct, persuade, or have some sort of omniscient power over someone else, this is going to make people's relationships very difficult. It is a cause of so much misery, of trying to prove to the other person, I need you to see my, I need you to see me the way I see me, that if you saw me the way I see me, surely you would love me. And that creates tremendous tension in their energetic field. It makes it almost impossible for the reverse that, you know, if you are feeling this way, it's very difficult, almost impossible to really feel where the other person is. Everything is through the lens of, I need to get this person to see my point of view. It's very human. 
And in my work, I have not found it useful to go into a psychological lens about this very human experience. People spend years in therapy working on this precise problem. And Anne knew on a cognitive level what was happening. She knew she was having trouble accepting. She knew that she didn't have any power or control over what other people thought of her. She knew all of that. She had done years of therapy and she was still miserable. So I invited Anne to sit with it in her body. What does it feel like to allow someone to have their perception of a situation? What does that feel like? And Anne had the nausea. She had the uh, strong emotional reaction. I said, well, just, just stay there. And there's no need to talk at this point. The, the tendency will be to start talking. And my experience it has been that most people talk way too much to avoid feeling what's really happening in the body. That's why everybody talks so much. Because if they actually felt something, it would be intense. But once something is felt through, it's felt through. It doesn't need to keep circulating around over and over like an endless psychological loop. And this can be intense. And this is why people often don't want to do it. But I sat with Anne and invited her, just sit and hold in your body the knowing that you cannot control what someone else thinks of you. Even if they're completely wrong. I mean, it'd be nice if they listen, but if they don't, there is nothing you can do. Let that, let that bottom out in your body, this gripping in the body, let, that, let the bottom of that fall out. That that gripping in the body is the desire for control over another human. There's this idea that if I don't change how they see me, they wouldn't love me. We don't know if that's true or not, but what, what, what's happening now is clearly dysfunctional if we're resulting in estrangement. So, hey, let's give this a try. And after Anne sat with it, she started to realize how much energy was being spent on trying to convince other people of who she is. And that only caused the environment people to send back to her a warped signal that she was just getting clobbered even more of people accusing her of this and of accusing that. And there was this endless cycle that she was quite baffled. She couldn't understand why this was happening. But from an energetic standpoint, it makes all the sense in the world of sending out a signal that has an agenda that's not truly what's re- what you're really able to sit with. I'm trying to change someone, and of course it boomerangs back with other people not appreciating it, perhaps subconsciously. And this is not blaming anyone. This is the energetic dance people fall into. And if you rely only on psychology to try to rationalize, nothing moves. My experience has been, after doing this with thousands of people, nothing changes unless you uh, approach a problem from three different vantage points. There has to be an embodiment piece. There has to be an emotional piece. There has to be a psychological piece. And sometimes 
of powerful rung is also the fourth engine, which I call the natural defense mechanism. This has to do with where people go that keeps them stuck. But if you don't tackle a problem on all four levels at the same time, things just stay entrained forever. That's why if people rely only on a psychological lens, it's very slow to shift without an embodiment piece, without looking at natural defense, things can spin back and forth a long time. And this is what I specialize in. I bring in other lenses that can help people transform through something very, very sticky, easier, and with less struggle. I hope you've enjoyed this story and that it may be resonating in you in how this has been happening in your life on something that's so universal. We've all been there. I've been there (laughs) many times. And as usual, if this is resonating, if you'd like to hear more of things like this, subscribe to the channel, share this episode with a friend that might be struggling with something in a relationship of wanting validation. Who doesn't want validation? We all do. And there are ways to move through it that don't have you trapped forever. If you'd like to have a one-on-one conversation about your situation, go ahead and hit the magical link to my calendar and we can have a conversation on your situation. And I do have an upcoming event for women. on It's called Spark on embracing these problems instead of brushing them under the rug so that you can truly bloom into your purpose faster and easier. Over and out.